Hey Millie, are you ready to record? The episode is about to start. Yep, I'm recording. Ready when you are. Wait, what are you doing in the tech booth? What do you mean, Emma? I'm the tech. This is where I work. But you cannot host if you're in the tech booth. Come and sit at the table and host with us. Okay. I will also host. I killed them, Millie. No, go away. Get away. Put the files on a USB stick. No. Think it over, will you? Think it over, will you? Think it over, think it over, will you? 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 What happened? Where are shh, 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 shh. Don't panic. You just had a little asbestos dream. My throat hurts. You had a little exorcism and you passed out, but it's time to record again. We need you to get your little tushy off the ground and into the tech booth where you will live out the rest of your days. Yeah, yeah. On the 1st of October 1971, five children aged between 8 and 12 participated in a tour of a factory in Upper Munich. Five children went in, four came out maimed, and one never left. Over the past decade, we spent every working day investigating what happened within the walls of that manufacturing plant. One thing is clear, these children have never seen justice. One story, told week by week. Come with us as we go beyond the news cycle to work out how a day of horror was spun into a rags-to-riches tale. Who was responsible? And how did they get away with it? We're Maddie, Ella and Millie. This is The Candyman. You get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! Welcome back to episode 5 of The Candyman. This week has not been easy by any means, has it, Maddie? It has not. We've reached a point in the case where we are looking evil right in the eye. And frankly, it's like looking into the sun. And if you've ever looked into the sun, you will know that it's not nice. This week, we will be discussing two key elements of the investigation, the factory and the man behind it. Before we get into the episode, I would like to speak directly to our listeners, if I may. Sure, go ahead. One of you has stolen my identity. I took a very private phone call with my mother last week and due to an editing error, my details were stolen. To the culprit I say this, please stop using my Apple Pay. We are meant to be a community of truth seekers and what you've done is deceitful. You have until the end of the week to hand yourself in to me before I personally skin you. It's an unknown number. Do not answer it. We've heard enough about this rat in the tent. Okay, but if we hang up too soon, he'll know we're here. Good thinking. We should just let it ring out. Easy.
Okay, it's done. Keep going, Maddie. You're saying how you're going to skin the culprit? No. I've changed my mind. They will come to me. My address is 167 Gold Street. The Candyman. This week, we wanted to focus on the factory itself, but we were struggling to get in touch with one particular source. <gasps> what? No, you already know, Millie, we talked about this. <sighs> An Oompa Loompa. The nature of their contractual agreement with Wonka is deeply troubling. The conditions under which they were expected to work appalling, and every retelling so far has denied the Oompas a chance to tell their side of the story. We believe that an audience with an Oompa Loompa will be key to revealing Wonka to be the villain that he is. We couldn't find a single Oompa Loompa who was willing to talk to us. For this reason, it's difficult to discern if the Oompas are scared of Willy Wonka or in cahoots with him. Exactly, Ella. Both are possible. On one hand, they were just the employees of the factory, doing their best to make a living. On the other hand, they would sing and dance whenever a child was maimed. It's a grey area, and that's for sure. Millie, how did you go finding an Oompa Loompa to talk to? Well, once in Munich, I took myself off to a secret underground bar, the Hofbrau House. There I spoke to a gentleman who would only speak to me if I put a dime in a special dime slot he had welded onto his back. I did, and it made a damp slap noise when it landed inside his lower back. He told me that the only way to find an Oompa who will speak to investigators like us is to go to the source, Lumpaland. Alas, as we all know, the location of Lumpaland is a mystery to all living men, so we're back to square one. Unless... we find it. There must be clues to where Lumpaland is. We have so much evidence. Millie, play the clips about the jungles and the beasts. Lumpaland? There's no such place. Excuse me, Mr. dear lady. Mr. Wonka, I am a teacher of geography. Oh, well, then you know all about it. And what a terrible country it is. Nothing but desolate wastes and fierce beasts. Wang doodles and hornswogglers and snozwangers. I don't know about you two, but I've never seen a hornswoggler, snozwanger, or wang doodle. Wang doodle. That means they must be isolated. Trapped in Lumpaland. By the sea. On, on an, an island. island. Of course. The secret beasts of Lumpaland have never been able to cross the ocean. Millie, write that down. On an island. Now, what about the Oompas? What do we know about them? They love chocolate and, song. and dance. They, they love, love song, song and, and dance. dance. Millie, write that down. Song and dance. Fantastic. The culture of a nation is defined by their art scene. If we figure out their musical influences, we can easily track down the region. Millie, Play an Oompa Loompa song. I don't like the look of it. What are the influences there? What stands out? Mm, they were repetitive, catchy ensemble pieces. Incredible to listen to. Goosebumps every time. Almost disco. Guys. Yes? Listen. No, we just listened to that, Millie. Keep up. No, you didn't listen to that. This is the Oompas. I don't like the look of it. And this is someone else. Oh my god. It's the Swedish pop supergroup ABBA. If ABBA are from Sweden, that means that Lumberland is an island off the coast of Sweden. All that's left to do is get eyes on the ground and talk to an Oompa Loompa who lives there. But even though we know where Lumberland is now, there's no way to actually get there. Leave that to me. The Candyman. I began by stealing an Amazon package drone. It didn't take long to reprogram the tech and give it the coordinates to Lumpaland. It landed on a hill, emitting sharp ringing noises to draw attention to itself. Eventually, it was picked up by an Oompa and brought into shelter. 
I was shocked by what I found. Instead of the jungles Wonka described, I saw a glittering metropolis, a nation more sophisticated than any currently known in the world, entirely carbon neutral, technologically advanced, integrated seamlessly with the environment. There were, however, hornswogglers, snozwangers and wicked wangdoodles who would turn on a dime, prowling every street. It seemed a price had been paid for their seamless ecological integration. Through the drone, I was able to conduct an audio interview with a former employee of the factory. They did request that their voice be altered to protect their identity. I worked in a chocolate factory between 1913 and 1972. Uh, since then, I left my role and I returned to my home in Lumberland. We really appreciate you talking to us and we understand the risk that it involves. Why, 50 years later, are you now speaking out? Well, I have a son now. He's he's two years old and, well, I guess I, I, guess I just want to be a, a good example for him. And just for the record, it goes without saying, you are... I am an Oompa Loompa. Great, I just needed to clarify that. Hmm. Let's start at the beginning. How did you come to be in Munich and working at the factory? Yeah, well, I was... Uh, living and working in Lumberland. Uh, my mother was aged and she needed medicine. You know, we don't have health insurance here, so I work all night and I, I work all day to pay the bills that I have to pay. Ain't it sad? Yes, it is. And uh, still there never seems to be a single penny left for me. That's too bad. Then a human man visited Lumberland and he promised us a steady income of chocolate, the currency of our nation. and. I looked at my mother and I knew I, I needed to go. And what were your first impressions of the factory? Well, I, I saw the chocolate river and I thought, wow, this Wonka guy, he must be loaded. I tried to hide some of the chocolate in my, in my pocket to send back home to my aged mother, but it melted through straight away. And what made you leave your role in 1972, just after the factory tour with the children? Well, I was, I was rusted to clean the hand wall one night and the hand wall is right near Wonka's living quarters. I noticed he left a door open, so curiosity got the better of me, and I, I peeked in. Uh, what I saw was quite disturbing. What did you see? I saw madness. He had drawings and maps all over the wall, the scribblings of a troubled mind. Wonka knew everything that would happen on that tour, he planned it all. How is that possible? He knew the children's vices. He set the traps knowing that they would take the bait. It was right in front of us the whole time. That's why he had us learn those songs and those dances. We had weeks of practice. I, I feel like an idiot. You can't blame yourself. I let those kids be maimed. We all did. We were his puppets. I should go. Are you okay? Someone's at my house. Umpa, keep talking to me. Mama? Mama? Why are you sleeping, Mama? Wake up, Mama. Mama, it's the daytime. Mama. A horse in the house. Mama. Mama, wake! Mama, wake! Wake, Mama!
Candyman. Welcome back to the studio. This is episode 5 of The Candyman. What you just heard was an Oompa Loompa being shot and a child Oompa being torn to pieces by a hornswoggler. We will not rest until we find out who pulled that trigger and why. Deaths aside, that Oompa Loompa made some pretty grievous accusations. They claimed that Mr Wonka had planned everything that would happen on that tour. What do we think of those claims? I've been to therapy twice and it's clear to me that Willy Wonka is a narcissist and a sociopath. I don't think you're qualified. When we first meet the man, he pretends he cannot walk without a cane, only to reveal that he's perfectly healthy and can do front flips. You know who else feigned injuries for sympathy? No, Ella. Ted Bundy. Hubba hubba. Don't really know. Ted Bundy would approach his victims with a fake cast on his arm to pretend he wasn't a threat to them. Okay, you can't compare every man you meet to him, Ella. If the shoe fits... Millie, please play us the clip of the boat ride that Wonka forces the families to take to the invention room, then tell me his mind isn't absolutely fucked. Couldn't be. There's no earthly way of knowing which direction we are going. There's no knowing where we're rowing Or which way the river's flowing Is it raining? Is it snowing? Is a hurricane a-blowing? Not a speck of light is showing So the danger must be growing Are the fires of hell a-glowing? Is the grizzly reaper mowing? Yes! The danger must be growing, for the rowers keep on rowing, and they're certainly not showing any signs that they are slowing! Well. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that one bit. That was really scary. I didn't like that. And that was just the sounds. That's not including the awful visuals that were shown alongside it. Footage of a chicken getting beheaded. No. Worms and insects crawling over human faces, screaming <laughs> and droning. <laughs> You've Ella. made your point, Ella. I've made a puddle. They're good. I'm glad I've convinced you too, because I've actually organised an interview with the director of that awful film. That coming up after the break. The Candyman. My name is Christopher Nolan and I'm a film director often known for my non-linear and cerebral high-budget films such as Inception and Interstellar. I wrote and directed the tunnel film shown exclusively in the Wonka factory. Excuse me. No worries. Can you tell us how the tunnel film came to be? It was 1971. I was one years old and already excited to learn the craft of filmmaking. Wonka saw my potential and the rest is history. The imagery is quite violent for a one-year-old to write and direct. What do you mean? I was a baby. Excuse me. Why did you include that imagery in a film that would be shown in a chocolate factory to children? It can take a few watches of my work to fully understand the plot. Ha 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 ha. Watch it again and you might understand it. Best of luck. I was a baby when I wrote it. But it's all relative, isn't it? I'm 50 years old now. Just imagine how old my mind is. I think like 300 or something. One day, it'll be as old as a mummy. 
a little tune coming in the head. Better not hop on a chariot, lest I fall off. Did you have any communication with Mr Wonka? What were his thoughts? Have you ever considered the possibility of a parallel universe? I was, and I was just one. What were you doing at one? Not much, I bet. Probably gagging on your food. What are you talking about? If they are parallel, that means they never meet. Two straight lines travelling side by side for as long as time itself. But what if you could travel between those separate lines? Excuse me. Is that a rhetorical question? What if love could travel between parallel universes? What if love was a boat? What if that boat held parents and children? What if that boat was in a chocolate factory? Am I smarter than a fifth grader? Yes. Okay, I'd really like to just move on. I think if you watch the sequence again, you would comprehend what my baby mind was exploring. Just a baby. So clever already. All right, yep, okay, if we could just get back to my questions. I love IMAX. Thanks for coming in today. Not so fast. Maddie, please let him leave. Mr Nolan. I'm a huge fan of your work and I think I might have the next big hit in my hands if you would just hear my quick elevator pitch. I'm so sorry about this. You have 30 seconds. That's all I need, sir. You won't regret it. Alex Hitchens, better known as Hitch, is New York's leading date doctor. He guarantees that with his help, any man can get the girl of their dreams. Ooh, clever! But his world is turned upside down when he meets a cynical journalist who doesn't fall for his charm. <gasps> I love it! The Candyman! Bad news, guys. It turns out the film I pitched was already made in 2005. I'm sorry for wasting everyone's time. Great minds think alike and all that. Christopher Nolan, if you're listening, please ignore the script I sent you. It's word for word the same as the movie Hitch. I really liked the idea, Maddie, and I really hope it gets made so I can watch it. No, it is already made. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no way! Congrats! You worked so hard for that. So what did we take away from that interview with Christopher Nolan? Oh, um, sorry guys, that's just my personal mobile telephone. Just one second. Mum, now is not a good time. Right in the tent. <gasps> How did you get this number? Oh, you bastard. Once upon a midnight dreary. No! Oh, God, he's relentless. Leave us alone, Tinker! Oh, no. Police! Open up! Maddie and Ella! You are wanted in connection with the death of an Oompa Loompa! Come out now with your hands up! It's been fun, guys. Thanks for everything. No! Stay put, Millie. We are finishing this podcast. Ella's right. We need to. But I'm just a booth dog. Woof, woof, you know. No! Millie, you're our booth dog. You think it's a coincidence that they've come now? No. This goes all the way to the top. There's only one thing left to do. That was episode five of The Candyman. This six-part series was written, produced, and performed by Big Big Big, a comedy trio featuring Millie Holton, Maddie Savage, and Ella Laurie. It was mixed by Alan McConnell and supported by the Yarra City Council. Our illustrations were made by Millie, our cover design by Maddie, and music and editing by Ella. If you'd like to know more about our other projects, you can find us on social media at Big 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 Comedy. If you enjoyed this episode, the absolute best way to support the series is to post about it on social media and then go onto iTunes and rate and review the episode. Thanks again. 
see you for the finale next week. Is that too ominous? <laughs>